Mama, I don't feel like you're respecting me, were the words my 12-year-old said to me recently. And these words did not get spoken out of anger, but out of a place of love. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about the importance of teaching our children to communicate in a respectful way and the importance of how we respond towards our children when they speak up. Are you ready? Because I'm excited for today's conversation. Good morning, good morning. It is finally January 30th. Just a couple more days to the month that feels like it has been years long. Am I right? I want to welcome you to the Live Out Loud podcast, a place where we talk about intentional living and wholehearted parenting, a place where we have real conversations about what it means to live out our faith. I am glad you are here for today's episode. Okay, with today's topic, I need to throw out this disclaimer. I have been a parent for 13, almost 14 years. I do not have it all figured out. Some days are strong in our home, and other days we are asking for forgiveness over and over again. So today's podcast comes from a place not of perfection or having it all together, but from a place of humility and a desire to grow a strong and healthy family life. Okay, so again, this is not coming out of a I have it all together place, but I am excited to share the things that we're going to talk about today with you. So here we go. Mama, I don't feel like you are respecting me. These were the words my 12-year-old son said to me recently as I was making salsa, a treat that he specifically enjoys so much, and he knows that I make it especially for him. My gut reaction in that moment when I heard the comment was, excuse me, I have been showing so much grace today, choosing to show patience and kindness when I didn't feel like it. And on top of that, I am making you salsa. But instead I said, oh yeah, tell me how. I will not go into details of our conversation as I want to protect the confidence of our home, but just let me tell you, his answer surprised me. He was feeling disrespected in a way that made no sense to me, so I wouldn't have been able to address it or even change it if I wanted to, because I didn't know this specific thing was affecting him the way it was. Had he not brought it up to me, I would have gone on with my day not knowing that I was creating a problem in his heart. At the end of our conversation, I smiled as I thought of the interaction that had just taken place right there in my kitchen. My 12-year-old had felt something, an emotion, and he had expressed it in a very respectful way. I finished up our conversation as I looked him in the eyes and said, thank you for communicating with me and helping us figure out that we were both thinking completely different things. Thank you for letting me know how you were feeling and not just staying upset about it. That moment was a win, but there have been so many moments that have looked differently for us. The fact that he voiced those words was not an overnight achievement. This has been years of laying foundations of communication and having conversation after conversation of saying these simple words. Communication is one of the strongest tools you have. Communication is one of the strongest tools you have. I sometimes feel like I'm a broken record in the things that I'm telling them. Anyone else feel this way? But I am reminded in Deuteronomy 6, I think it's verse 7, that I am to talk about them to my children over and over. Talk about what? The commandments of God. 
He knew that we as humans need reminding and our children are no different. They need to be reminded over and over and it doesn't mean we are failing as parents when they forget. It just means that they are human. But how does communication fit into the commandments? I don't know about you, but I've never specifically read in the Gospels or in Exodus or anywhere else in between where it says to save your souls, communicate well. But I have read one that says, love your neighbor as yourself. When I leave anger in my heart towards someone else based on something that I think they did to me, that is not love. Anger is not a fruit of the spirit. We learn to communicate out of necessity, but we refine our skill to communicate well out of love for others. So let's jump into what it looks like in my home to apply teaching my children to communicate in a respectful way. When our babies are little, we get so excited when they speak their first word. Do you remember that feeling when they say their first word and it's babbling sounds, but it sounds like they said your name? I don't think there's a single parent out there who has not pulled up their chair in front of their baby's high chair and begged them to repeat the word as we make the motion slowly with our mouth and beg them to repeat after us. Those are exciting times. We get excited whenever they start to babble and communicate with us. Our babies learning to speak offers new possibilities for our relationship, but we can't look at the wonderful possibilities of communication without looking at the warning signs that we find in Proverbs. Here are only a few verses of the many in Proverbs that speak on the tongue. Proverbs 21:23, those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. Proverbs 15, 4, the soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. Ouch. And Proverbs 10, 19, the prudent holds their tongues. These verses are not reprimands for speaking, but rather they are reminders that our tongues are powerful tools that God has given us, but they can be hard to control at times. When our children are little, we teach them words like please and thank you. And when they say things like, I want that, we stop and we remind them that a simple, may I have that please, goes a long way. We do this because it is how our society works. We say please and thank you. It's just what we do. It is considered polite. But sometimes I think that there is a disconnect between the toddler years and teaching them manners and when we shift into the middle years and teach them heart responses. And what do I mean about heart responses? There are more than just pass the salt, please. A heart response is over heart issues. It is how they respond when they have their feelings hurt or when they are upset over, I don't know, the plans that the family chose to do or the places you chose to eat at. You know what I'm talking about? It's when our kids are hurt or upset over issues that happen throughout our day. And these are heart responses. And just as we walk them through saying please and thank you, we also need to walk them through being able to communicate about these well. Most humans and most kids can probably say words like, I'm upset at you, or hurtful things like, I don't like you when they feel hurt. And it's in these moments that we as adults can so easily jump to the phrase that was made famous by Little Thumper off of Bambi. 
if you can't say nothing nice, no, he says, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Or we can take it a step further and help our children find words that will not cause a break in the relationship. So here is how I break it down for my family and how we take it a step further. Number one, they need to know the importance of why. Why do we communicate well? No one likes doing something just because. We usually try and find out why we would do tasks or activities. Why do we cook? Because our people need to eat or we need to eat. Why do we read? To find out information or perhaps to spend a few moments letting our imagination dance about. Why do we hike? Usually it's to get to a beautiful view. Imagine hiking to a dead end spot. Oh my goodness, this reminds me of a story. Oh, I wish I could tell it to you. I wish we had time, but I'm going to move on. Just know that it was a very long hike with a promise of a waterfall in a desert that led to sand, rocks, and cacti, but no waterfall. And while we made the best of it while we were out under the hot sun, there was no water. But this story brings me back to this. The why behind the things that we do drives us to do them well. We kept hiking that desert path because we were expecting to see an oasis around each bend as we were walking. So again, telling our children the reason or the why behind the idea of communicating is important. It gives them perspective and a want to pursue this idea. And what is the why? Well, that will line up differently for each family. But I can tell you that for us, we take it back to the word of God. We look at verses like Ephesians 4.29. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And then the golden rule in Matthew that we mentioned before, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So why do we communicate well for us and our family? It is because it is the will of the Father for us to live in peace, for us to show love, and as in Proverbs, for us to learn to control our tongue. This is where it goes from because I said so to because God commands. And this carries so much more weight than just my words of because I said so. The second part of this process is reminding them that just because we are followers of Christ does not mean we will not have problems with each other. We are all still human and everyone does it sees the world differently. Everyone has different experiences or thoughts, and that will just make for indifferences, but we can still have healthy relationships. And we have been given the gift of communication and a gift to be able to see others through the, the lens that Jesus sees us, the giftings that he has given us, and teaching our children that because we are followers of Christ, we can choose to show up in a loving way. And number three is walking it out. Back to our story at the beginning, I was creating a problem in my son's heart. He could have chosen to just let it stay in his heart and let it grow in anger towards me. He could have gone down the thought path like, mom never understands me or no one cares about me. And similar thoughts that so easily rise up in our minds when our hearts are under attack. But he didn't. He chose the hard route in that moment of facing me and telling me hard words. He didn't attack me with his words or throw raw emotions at me. 
but he simply made a statement that got my attention, and it spoke truth. Nothing more needed to be said until I responded. And then he proceeded with statements of telling me how he felt. He wasn't pointing harsh fingers or statements, but simply expressing his feelings and his point of view. This all goes back to the beginning. Why was he responding this way? Because he knew the importance of relationships. He knew that why we respond in love and not out of anger. And this part helped him communicate with me in that moment. A moment that built a stronger relationship. It rerouted our day and brought light to my actions and to the miscommunication that had been there. My son had felt the problem. He had thought it through and he knew that he needed to bring it to me because he knew the why. He knew our relationship would be better off with a simple conversation and he took actions based on this knowledge of the importance of communicating well. All right, so to finish this first point of the importance of teaching our children to communicate in a respectful way, let's recap the three points we made. Number one, understanding the why. And the why is because we are commanded to love one another. That is our own family's why. And you might have a different one, but having your child understand the why will go a long way. Number two, helping them understand that we see things differently, but we can still have strong relationships when we openly communicate. And number three is walking it out together, taking the steps to good communication, which is an awesome segue into the next point of this podcast, which is the importance of how we respond towards our children when they speak up. This is a fun one because now we get to talk about us as parents. So the importance of how we respond towards our children when they speak up. It doesn't matter how old we are. I think we all like to feel safe, especially at home. Home should be a place of safety and a place of growth. And our responses as parents communicate this or they communicate the lack of safety. I often have to remind myself of this idea. I want the door of communication to always be open. I want my kids to know that they don't have to have any reservations when they have something they want to ask or when they want to talk about an idea or have questions they want to bring up or simply tell me about the latest book that they are reading. I want them to know that I am a safe place where they can speak. And this, dear friends, is not always easy. Say, for example, I ask one of my children to do a small task or a big task. It doesn't really matter. But they come back with this why. First of all, why is it so hard for us as parents to be questioned? And it may not be hard for some of us. I know some people, that's, that's an easy thing for them to turn around and answer. But I am taking a wild guess, especially for those of us who remember the phrase, because I said so quite well, that this simple question can be hard for us to hear. But if we remember, as we said before, all humans like to know the why, the why of things. So when our child is asking why, they are not disrespecting us with their questions. They are simply wanting to understand why this task is important. It's a very valid question. Another scenario of this not being so easy, take the conversation I was talking about before. Sometimes it hasn't always gone as smooth and 
communicating well, as I stated earlier. Sometimes our children will throw raw emotions on the table. That, my friends, is hard. When it doesn't sound like, Mom, I am feeling disrespected, but it is the complete opposite of this. So what, then, is our response when things aren't easy? We have to remember that first, we are the adult. Say that again. You are the adult. And if we have allowed the Holy Spirit to do His work in us, we will have self-control to respond in a loving way regardless of how we feel. When raw emotion is thrown into our faces, we have an opportunity to show up and be the verses that we read earlier in Proverbs. And one we haven't read, Proverbs 15, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. As small as it is, the tongue is a powerful thing. But as the adults in that relationship, regardless of how we feel, we have to show up with love. The second point of the importance of how we respond towards our children when they speak up is this. God is a God of redemption. When conversations are not going so well, they can be redeemed when we allow for the Holy Spirit to step in. There have been conversations where I have had to stop and just say, all right, guys, we need to pray. When neither of us are truly listening to each other or it's just our points are not getting across and I know that this is not how we are supposed to be having a conversation. And let me tell you, 100% of the time I stop and pray over our conversations in our hearts, it is like this little switch that just goes off. When we acknowledge our need for God, He is faithful and He steps right into our self-created mess and He redeems it. He is so faithful in redeeming those little moments. And then lastly, how we respond to our children is important because it will either open the door to communication or it will slam it shut. I think it's safe to say that we all want a healthy and open relationship with our children. One that is based on communication and especially as we move into the teen years and then step into the adult life with them. I want to foster a safe place where I don't respond out of emotion, but rather out of love, where they see my personal growth of self-control come out even when theirs is not showing up. It is important how we respond when hard questions or comments are asked because when we respond in love, it allows a relationship of, of understanding to grow. We get to choose how we respond to our children. And so to recap on the importance of how we respond towards our children when they speak up are these things. We are the adult. Let's not forget that. Number two, God is a God of redemption. And number three, our responses have consequences. And so to wrap up our time together, I want to leave us with these three questions for us to ponder as we interact with our kids and yes, with their emotions and their questions. Number one, what is our response when raw emotions are thrown out? Number two, do we jump to the phrase, because I said so, quite easily? Instead of giving them a reason for our ask or taking them back to the word of God when we are addressing a heart issue, taking it from because I said so to because God commands it carries so much more weight. And number three, 
Do we feel threatened over the question of why? If this is so, perhaps we need to take a minute to evaluate ourselves and the reason behind why we feel this way and ask God to change our perspective. My hope is that today's conversation can bring life to our family life, that in some small way, it can help us think through the ways we interact with each other and perhaps grow or simply take account for our own actions or help our children grow in the ways they can communicate with us. Thank you for spending these few minutes with me. I pray your week is full of God moments, of empowered moments where you see him step into your day and your conversations. All right, what an amazing time together. I truly enjoy these conversations that I get to have with you. If you would like to stay connected, I am on the space on Instagram, ellieandtheboys.co. That's ellieandtheboys.co. I would love to connect with you, to chat, to encourage each other, to see life on the little space that we have on those little squares. And lastly, if you have any comments on things that you would like to hear on this podcast, any questions that you want answered or conversation topics that you would like to hear from me, please shoot me a message, go over to Instagram and let me know your thoughts. So that's our time together. Until next time, 